As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. We were so fortunate to sit down with Ben and Ronnie from the Bravo-tastic podcast, Watch What Crappens. After we covered the crimes of Jen Shaw, we wanted to get the insights of some Real Housewives experts, and nobody knows Bravo better than Ben and Ronnie. We also talk about who our favorite housewives are, updates on the housewife and the hustler Erica Jane and Tom Girardi, and all our hot takes on Jen Shaw's alleged crimes. You can also check us out on their feed in a bonus episode where we discuss Teddy Mellencamp's multi-level marketing scheme and the various lawsuits of PK and Dorit on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Be sure to check out their show, Watch What Crappens, wherever you get your podcast. Thanks again to Ben and Ronnie, our new BFFs, for joining us, and we hope you all enjoy our conversation. Hello, y'all. We are here with our two friends, Ben and Ronnie from Watch What Crappens. Oh, we're so excited. Hi, guys. Hi. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having us. It's really cool to finally meet you two. It's the same. Oh, we love your show and you as people. We're, we feel <laughs> like by the end of this, we're all going to be BFF. So just That's the plan. One That's end, so yeah, far, this so was good. kind of our plan. Let's yes. do it. Be careful what you ask for. <laughs> yeah, we're very needy. Well, I think we have a lot in common as far as our love for not only watching the Bravo shows, but like deep dive breaking down what's going on. And uh, we've been really digging into uh, old Jen Shaw's past here. Mm. I feel like she would throw a glass at me for calling her old Jen Shaw. Oh, you, <laughs> know you know what? Um, I am really excited to talk about Jen Shaw because really in all of the crimes on Bravo, Jen Shaw, I feel like gets the least attention because it's like scamming old people. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's like, we all feel bad about it, but it's like, we need the old people to have been in a plane crash. Yeah. And we need them to like, we. it's just dwarfed by yeah. kind of the Erica and Tom stuff. And yeah. it's actually pretty interesting. And she's done a really good job or they, whoever has done a really good job of not getting that much info out. It's hard to piece stuff together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. she's trying to, to duck the press as much as possible. And her lawyer actually filed uh, a motion with the court to strike the letter from the federal prosecutors that kind of called her a mastermind, but it was too late. I mean, all the media outlets picked it up, but they, they're actively fighting as much information getting out as possible, except for information that makes her look like poor pitiful me, which yeah. right, we'll definitely course. get into. Which she is uh, famous for. Yeah. Zero accountability, everything somebody else's fault. I just watched the episode, the ice fight. I was mm. like, girl, take some responsibility for things. Hey, I'm sorry. Say. Twitter for crying out <laughs> yeah. loud. All I think you got to do is say, I'm sorry. <laughs> she's really benefiting from being like only in the Bravo world for one year because mm-hmm. Erica has, has been with us for six or seven years. So it's been a lot of time for us to sort of develop feelings and uh, senses of betrayal uh, around her crimes. 
Whereas Jen Shaw, like when the news broke, it was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Oh my God, this is gonna be everyone, everyone like went nuts. But everyone's like, yeah, well, it makes sense. Jen Shaw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 And like you said, I think Erica and Tom set the bar for just heinousness of crimes. Mm-hmm. And so Jen Shaw was lucky as far as timing went, but she, she did some pretty bad stuff and it wasn't just recently. There's no. it's been going on. Oh for yes. Yeah. Like right. a decade. Yeah. yeah. Right. A hot, but you hot guys, minute. my contacts, <laughs> my contacts were dry. <laughs> like, I was like, in there. My, my eyes hurt. I didn't know what I was signing. I'm like, what? I was so actually, emotional. Like, like you're getting arrested, right? We are all emotional. <laughs> yes. yeah. If you're not emotional, a, you're a robot. I actually have a serious question, though. What? What about my sons? What about my <laughs> oh, sons? God, yes. What, my sons? what did I do to your son, Jen? What did I do to your kids? <laughs> well, I do your kids. <laughs> Tell me, Jen Shaw. <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> I'm trying I to feel figure like out you. I feel like you've been and uh, Meredith have something in common right now because you just had dental work. So you're kind of numb on one side. <laughs> and that's kind of like what is going on with her mouth. Well, and is also wearing a breastplate at the moment, which is super, super mysterious. And I'm also very elegant. You know, the truth is, the truth is, Christy, that whether I had dental procedures or not, it's really not up for you to declare until I've had that conversation with you. No one's mentioned it before. I think this, am I crazy? Or is this season, She's. I feel like she's actively trying to open her mouth more. That in season one, she kind of talked like between her teeth and didn't move. And I feel like now she's very like opening her mouth almost arguably too wide in the confessionals like that I find it disturbing and I can't stop looking at her, her whole movement is just yeah. like wow it's... I'm gonna open up more and here's how I'm gonna do it's, it's like, like an acting lady. coach was like physically opening up more yeah, yeah. it's like her it's head moves like within an eight foot distance yes. in every sentence it's yeah like, you gotta stand back when you're well, talking to her, you'll get bonked in the face. By I think it's too much exposure to Seth, because if you actually watch Seth, the way he talks, his jaw like snaps open and closed. Like a snap <laughs> He's like, you got to get ready for the party tonight. And so it's always like this. like ah, rah, rah. And so yeah. I think that she's just sort of been around him a little bit too much since they're like repairing their marriage. That's true. He's back 50 mm. percent of the time. And that's like 40 yes. percent too it's much. really affecting yes. her jaw uh, work. Yeah, yeah. that's 50 percent too much. If you ask me, why didn't they just call it quits? I He's the worst. He's Shut the worst. Down. They yeah. seem to like be um, like a party couple. I think they're one of those couples that's always fucked up together because yeah. every time I see them, they look like they're massively wasted on something. <laughs> I don't, and it doesn't seem like alcohol. I mean, as someone who just is like a huge fan of drugs over like different <laughs> periods of my life, you know, sure, so I'm just, just to let that out there so I don't sound like a total <laughs> hypocrite. I'm always just trying to figure out what drugs people are on, but whatever <laughs> those two are on, looks great because they're so it's like you know it's like that drug-induced couple and then you have to be sober together sometimes and you just hate each other's guts so you just keep getting fucked up for the rest of your lives or just leaving town (laughs) be like love you see you next time or you just move to ohio or mississippi or yeah yeah right i'll see you on weekends which is what (laughs) the time that everybody gets fucked up party time see you then Yeah. yeah Party like time. I didn't realize how boring you were till you were here on a Tuesday. We do not get along now. <laughs> get a divorce. Oh, relationship doesn't work on Tuesdays. <laughs> no, no. Who is y'all's favorite housewife this season? 
Um, I mean, I, you know, I, I always, God, I love so many of them. I always get kicked out of Lisa Barlow. She just cracks me up. I know that people, she's like a villain, <laughs> but I love, I just, she, everything she this. does. I love that. I appreciate that she does not take any shame in the fact that she just feeds her kids straight garbage all the time. Just mm-hmm. all going through drive-throughs constantly, and she's like, "This is just how I am," and she and then just it. ignores them the rest of the time. It's <laughs> like, she "Don't does, call me, Sundance, yeah, mommy's MIA." Yeah, unless yeah. she's profiting <laughs> off of them. Um, I I tend to come from a place of negativity. Like that's where I feel best. That's where I feel most positive. <laughs> so I don't like to pick a favorite. I usually like to just pick people that I don't like. You know, because that just <laughs> okay. That, that's how I feel warm. Um, yeah. and. Jen Shaw, I think, is just such a copycat, which is why I don't mm-hmm. like her. I think she's a tryhard. She just copies line, literal lines from other housewives. So she bugs me. And Whitney really bugs me. And I know that everybody is really loving Whitney. But Whitney just... Does she even have ears? <laughs> <laughs> she also just can't, straight up, can't hold a cake. It's not that you've cakes have cake. been around for, yeah. so good. for centuries. So good. And you just can't hold a cake. Well, she'd taken so 83 shots with her stepsons prior to trying to take that cake out, cake out back. See, here's <laughs> what I like about yeah, sorry. people. Yeah, I oh, know. Yeah. See, what I like about Lisa Barlow is that she does her power moves by withholding catering for people. Like, I think Dude. that was, I don't know if you saw this <laughs> week's episode, yes. but um, the fact that she just like manipulated a catering s- situation and, and there's for, like a charity. <laughs> Well, they actually went online and they said that they were contacted by Bravo um, and that that the Bra- a Bravo producer asked them not to show up or something like that. That's what that's what Aubrey said. Do you guys want the media. crime? Do you guys want to go yes. through that crime real quick? Because yes. you know, I've been obsessed with it. I love a stupid crime. Yeah. Yes. OK, so basically this Angie or this Aubrey check, who's the caterer, Aubrey and Marco. So Aubrey said. <laughs> And they, they're posting texts, too. Like, Lisa posted texts. Aubrey posted texts. So there's receipts. So basically, Angie's full of it and trying to make this big storyline to get herself as a housewife, which she, she like did a she great job. Trying. Right? Mm-hmm. So she did a great job. But basically, I think Lisa Barlow was vindicated. So Lisa had contacted them because Aubrey and Marco are opening a new restaurant. So they wanted it on the show. So they had already talked to Lisa about filming there. So then Angie called them and said, well, I'm doing this party. And they were like, okay, well, that sounds fun. We'll talk to Bravo Production about it. Then they talked to Dina at Bravo Production. That's Dina a very Manzo. Important name. Dina Manzo. Dina. Mm. <laughs> it's oh. like, no, this is going to be a brownstone catered event. <laughs> and Dina told them, well, you can cater it for free or disc- heavily discounted, but you're not necessarily going to get, we can't promise you you're going to get exposure. Because this Angie lady who says she's like worth zillions of dollars wants free shit because she's a housewife so Mm -hmm. she wanted free stuff and they said well you can still do it for free but we're not going to promote you so Aubrey was like why would we do that we've already talked to Lisa about coming to our restaurant which is more important anyway and we will get exposure so we're just going to stick with that so she got off the phone with Dina texted Angie but because she said we've already talked to Lisa or something Angie took it was like well you were your name was there so you must have done this to me and trying to stir it up Mm -hmm. stir it up Mm-hmm. I still, I'm, I'm, even though Lisa is vindicated, I still feel like she has the capability to do a power move through catering. So that's why she's still my favorite. <laughs> I really would. like Heather. I think Heather's my favorite. I feel like she's someone that I would honestly hang out with. And I really respect how she 
raises her girls and mm-hmm. just like so proud of them for not just following the traditions that she was brought up in and really wants them to like just go be themselves and, mm-hmm. and do what makes them happy yeah, yeah. i like She's heather genuine. too yeah, I, I, yeah. I, heather's a fan favorite for sure mm-hmm. i think she had a rough reunion i think she was mm-hmm. maybe feeling herself a little too much after fan mm-hmm. reaction of the first season and went a little too nuts for me in the reunion yeah so she kind agreed. of lost some points there for me but then i'm loving her again this season mm-hmm. um and i love that she eats and i love yeah, all yes. of her lines about <laughs> she's eating. just on love- watch what happens just like eating hummus <laughs> like hang on i gotta i have to finish i have to finish this hummus right now it's like just the, the food is like a display and she's like no it ain't you put it out yeah. It's like I highly yeah. relate to that. <laughs> and her lines are really funny, like her and Whitney just sitting there on the ice watching. Oh them, yes, watching Jen lose their mind and yes. just being like, "Well, I can't walk over to that side of the ice because I lied on my weight." <laughs> I and I was like, "I would totally have done that." Yeah, that was a great moment. <laughs> yeah, that was maybe the biggest atrocity of this season. To give you their stats, it's like, no, thank you. Well, yeah, and then my favorite is Jen Shaw's like, can I have your social security number and your birth your birthday and this? I'm not gonna steal your identity. I was like, Yeah, she is. She's for sure gonna steal an identity. Yeah, just send over your fingerprint yeah. and a strand of hair. Okay. Yeah, yes. we just need the last four numbers of your social before we get on that ice and your mother's maiden name. Thank you very much. Just the trout need to know. You start getting readers digest and like, what the hell? <laughs> So what is this? So what is it? She's basically calling and saying, okay, you want to start your own internet company? And they give her money for like some kind of a package. And then she built, she's supposed to build them a website and set them up with like, I don't know, Shopify. This is all just an example. Yeah. And it's not even that. So actually, so I'm a lawyer by trade and before going full-time with the podcast, I worked at Legal Aid and all my clients were over 60 victims of crimes and abuse and financial abuse specifically. And I actually had a client that was victim to what these are called business opportunity schemes. And it's exactly what you described. She got a phone call and, you know, let's say her name was Betty Smith. And it was like, Hey, Miss Betty Smith, you know, do you want to make money by not doing anything and working at home? And of course you say yes, because that's a, of course we would all like that. If it were not a lie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It wasn't a lie. (laughs) And, um, Um, So then they built her this website and charged her like, you know, $8,000. They said they're going to do like ongoing assistance. She sent me the website and it's like Betty Smith dot whatever this company was dot com. And technically, yeah, it had products listed. It had like iPads and laptops, but she didn't have a computer. So Betty Smith had no idea how this worked. She couldn't access it to confirm it. She just told us the website over, you know, when she called him for help, because of course that's like her whole life savings. And was she explained to us that she was told, oh, well, everybody buys computers from the internet. So they're going to go on the internet and instead of buying it from Amazon, they'll just buy it from your website. Okay. Like in theory, that could possibly happen. But if you or I or any anybody in this call is going to say, okay, I'm going to Google buy laptop online. It's going to not, it's not going to come up bettysmith.shopwondery.com. Right. It's going to come up Amazon, Apple, yeah. Dell, whatever. And so- mm-hmm. While technically she technically got a website, it's worthless at the end of the day because no mm-hmm. one's ever going to use it. So that's the scam they were perpetuating on people. Mm, and so the FTC is civil. So if you get sued by the FTC, they can charge you a big old fine and they can enjoin you and tell you you're not allowed to do this crime anymore, or not, not allowed to do the scam anymore. Well, when the Department of Justice steps in, that's when it becomes criminal and that's when you can go to jail. Mm. So, oh, wow. so she got, so Jen got, tangled up in this with thrive yes first correct and and 
and my thought would be if you uh, you if you if you got out of that without really any sort of fines or or mm-hmm. prison time maybe you sort of move away from that line of work you would think you would think yeah. so she's listed you know as like a B- vp of business operations so on, there's a structure chart that shows she's like on the second to third level down from the ownership well when the ownership all gets busted and gets kicked out of business I think that's a market opportunity. Well, I don't because I'm not a scammer. But if one was a scammer and your bosses all get booted for doing something, you then can think, okay, I can step into their shoes and run the same scam on people and not get caught because well, I'll hopefully, do it better. Yeah, yeah, you yes, think. that's what it is. I think that's mm-hmm. what it is. Is you're like, okay, well, I know, I learned the lessons from mm-hmm. it, and this way I'm going to, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like when psychopaths start taking, uh, when they start going to therapy and just learn how to be better psychopaths. Yes. And then, yeah, you know, like, you're like wait a minute, it. but he seems like such a nice guy. <laughs> like no they just learned yeah it's like the it's like the mafia it's like if like a bunch of like mobsters get arrested it's not like the rest of them are like oh wow i almost went to jail (laughs) should probably not be doing this anymore (laughs) we learned not to i'm gonna rise up not rat somebody out yeah (laughs) yeah um a lot of this uh you know reading up on her a lot of the most confusing things about these crimes is how she describes what she does oh yeah because none of it is true as and far it's as just we talking know. in circles yeah <laughs> right and it sounds like it could be true and you know look when she first said this on the show or in the reunion or whatever last year when they asked her and she's like well you know marketing because like direct like if you do direct things clicking on the internet niche marketing <laughs> direct and we're yeah. like mm-hmm. oh i get it you know she's like somebody on facebook mm-hmm. and then you know, she sends me iron ads or whatever. Yeah. That kind of makes sense because none of us really understand that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're like, well, okay. It's part. It's like saying, "Well, I'm in a mafioso and I run an Italian restaurant," and you're like, yeah. "In the front part, you do." Exactly. <laughs> so, in the front and- part, sure, maybe she does like click lead generations. But when you take those names to the back and then sell them to people who are going to mm-hmm. call them and scam them, that's when the government takes issue with that. Mm-hmm. And we definitely like when, when we were just like watching a show last season. We definitely picked up on that something was fishy when she said she's in direct sales and that's what she does. We we're like, okay, so you are the one who like generates you know, junk mail, basically. Yeah. Like you're the one who mm-hmm. like, the reason why we have like a million of these like flyers or whatever, that's because of you. And you're trying to make it sound like you are, you know, like should be on CNBC talking about marketing practices. <laughs> right. when all you do is like send out these postcards. No, so it's this, like this quote warranties. is from um, US or Us Magazine and it's from uh, Housewives Nightcap podcast Ooh. or on yeah. Access Hollywood's Housewives Nightcap. She says, people will come to me and I'll invest in their companies. So we have got a lot of different investments, a lot of different kinds of things. I've been able to do it because what I've been able to carve out, the niche I've been able to carve out in the direct response marketing world, <laughs> the end. It's just no, nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> and no. I think that's part of the grift is you just feed people these buzzwords and you're like, oh, marketing, yeah. niche. Okay, yeah. I don't, like you said, Ronnie, I don't know enough about it to know that she's wrong. I just know that like, I don't understand it. And she takes advantage of that. And that's how they also right. take advantage of the the victims too. Oh, and then sure. she's yeah. saying, she continues because she just, none of this makes sense. Okay. So ads popping to you guys and they're like, how the hell do they know I'm shopping at Neiman Marcus? That's me. If you think about it, you know how much traffic is on the internet every second, all the people clicking. I'm making money on every click. Anytime you click on anything, I'm getting some money. I think because I've been blessed to be successful with my marketing background and my companies, I've really found a niche 
I mean, what are you talking about? Every time somebody <laughs> clicks on the internet, you get money. No, you don't. No, that doesn't how even does make that any work? Damn sense. How does no. that work? <laughs> I mean, again, she may run some type of like cookie company where, which not the good kind of cookies, but where it tracks your browsing history. <laughs> not Mrs. Fields. But that's mm-hmm. not, yeah, no, but that's not the kind of, that's not where she's making the money. She's making the no. money from these people paying $8,000 for useless websites. And do you know coaching. how many people click on the internet each day? She would just a billionaire. Yeah, she'd be. She wouldn't be written her chalet. I mean, this is a fairly standard thing. I mean, a lot of times people on Real Housewives are renting something that's like way beyond their means, or just whether it's a house or a car. I mean, I'm thinking of like Gretchen and Slade with their like Rolls Royce that they rented for a day to to shoot a scene where it's like, oh wow, look at our new Rolls Royce. It's like, no, you do not have that Rolls Royce. (laughs) So Meredith is also in a new rental, right? Mm -hmm. Is that a rental? I was wondering if that was a condo looking thing. I think so. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, it's never disclosed either way and what it is. No, so no. Don't, speculate. About don't speculate. You know, it's not fair. Is for a twenty-four year, a twenty-year-old toddler. <laughs> she has to <laughs> my twenty-year-old baby. You're like, he's a, that's a me. child. How <laughs> could you talk about this house being rented or not in front of my child, my <laughs> sweet little innocent child, a baby? <laughs> Oh, it's it like when Jackson. It's like when Jackson Brittany um, got fired. No, I'm sorry. Totally quit uh, Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> and Jackson's like, um, we. He says something along the lines of like, "Oh yeah, we've got like a a new show on a huge. It's like the biggest network. It's YouTube. Okay. It's like, <laughs> like you have you heard of the internet? It's global. It's global. We're an international superstars." <laughs> So again, it's not like they were just bopping along in their internet business and had no idea that they could possibly run afoul of federal regulators. They were like deposed and had lawyers before. Yeah. So they right. can't just be like, well, we it's can't the same. Believe. Like they, oh, we it's didn't the same with we Girardi's. Well. Yeah, it's the same with Erica. Like she had been deposed long before this. So she knew that shady shit was going on. Yeah, for there a were while. like old lo- there were old articles when I was looking at some for PK and Dorit. I was looking up things and it said, meanwhile, Erica and Tom were also sued. And I was like, this article's from like 2019 for mm-hmm. client funds. So I was like, there was Sue's brewing, there's stuff brewing. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I was saying too. That's what's made me so infuriated with the whole Erica storyline this season. I mean, they did show a clip of her on Watch What Happens during the last season when Andy brought up through a viewer question, of course, <laughs> that um, he writes you those, know. you know, he writes hateful <laughs> yeah. things and puts fake names. Totally. Like, well, well, how could you criticize someone else's money when Tom is being sued and what's going on with that lawsuit? And she said, well, that lawsuit, they dropped it and they apologized. They dropped it and they apologized. And I looked it up when that happened and I was like, no, they didn't. Like, <laughs> unless it's just it's some, unless it's just some magical world where they just don't print stuff like that. Because really until something goes viral and everyone's like glomming onto it, it is hard to find information. So mm-hmm. I did a deep dive on Erica's stuff last year and I could kind of see that he was you know, moving money around. And I guess all the housewives apparently knew too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because anybody who has a Google alert set up for themselves, and you know all the housewives do, had access to all of this information. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it's been pretty interesting seeing it leak out, but it takes like years and years for Mm -hmm. anybody to care enough. I also would not be be surprised if Tom told Erica, oh yeah, we settled it and they apologize. We just have to do some paperwork. And she doesn't seem to question anything that he does. She turns a blind eye. So she's like, oh yeah, no, let's settle and they're happy. And (laughs) they're actually going to buy us a car now, you know? It's all, I think it's like willful ignorance. To be fair, like some of the Jen Shaw stuff, I had to, 
no, I have a login to get into the federal court system and then pull the federal. So, I mean, you can see, you can get some pieces of lawsuits and things from, you know, newspaper articles or newspaper. I do read the paper magazine, <laughs> online articles, but also uh, a lot of the real juicy stuff that we found when we covered Tom and Erica was from like filings, court filings that I had to mm-hmm. go and pull. And it's a huge pain. So I think they do on purpose, try to just pay no attention. As Kyle Richard says, sweep it under the carpet, under yeah. the carpet. She doesn't say under the rug. She says under the carpet. She's <laughs> like, actually put up from the side of the wall. Pull it slide up. It under there. The carpet. Everyone's, oh, I love Kyle, but I hate, I hate how much I love Kyle. I hate myself for oh, loving no. Kyle. I no. hate it. What's wrong with it. you? Come I hate on. it. I hate it. <laughs> That's the thing with all of these housewife criminals is they just like the limelight so much that it overshadows the fact that like you could be arrested for all of this, but they're just like so proud of themselves for what they're doing that they can't keep their mouth shut. She cannot. Mm -mm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This is bad. It's, it's just stupidity. You know, well, watch her say that she didn't even say it. Watch her be like, I was oh, yeah. misquoted. I know. Do you know what she it literally like does, though? Words used against you? That I is how she's things for me. That is how she's working it with mm-hmm. everything. I mean, everything is like, what? I had a dry contact. I, when they brought me in, I had a dry contact and it was really hurting. And so I'm not responsible for anything mm-hmm. I said. And so then, I didn't scam anyone. And you're like, I think those two are unrelated. Meredith's <laughs> showing her screenshots of you liked this tweet. Look, this is you blue verified check. That's not me. I don't run my Twitter. I mean, it's just, it's wild how unaccountable she is for stuff. Oh yeah. Just and yet, look at happy- somebody straight in the face line. Yeah. But happy to take accountability on like a, on a macro level. Like, well, I'm basically the, you know, I'm the wizard of Oz controlling mm-hmm. everything, but no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't do that. I don't run that. I'm mm-hmm. the one who does that. Well, when it right. makes her look good. Yeah. <laughs> so when she was talking about her contact lenses, she says, my contact lenses, they were in my eyes, they were dry, and I did not have my reading glasses, so my vision was blurry, and I was unable to read the paper in front of me. Her lawyers claim, this is from page, wait, where am I? Page six. Um, she, her lawyers claim she signed the paper as a direct result of law enforcement deception and trickery calculated to overpower her will. Oh, really bad news. Um, The police are allowed to lie to you. So during in all 50 states, they're allowed to lie to you during interrogations. And the only thing, and so she was talking, she was trying to argue that her Miranda rights were violated, which you just, you can waive your Miranda rights as long as it's voluntarily, knowingly, and intelligently. And like, there's been cases where, you know, that we read in law school where like somebody is uh, basically unconscious, but the fact that they're like, okay, what's your name? Bob Smith. Do you know who I am? You're the police. Okay. I'm going to read you your Miranda. And they're mm-hmm. like on drugs in a hospital. And that still counts as voluntary. The bar is very low. So her being like, I was emotionally overwhelmed and my eyes were itchy. The court was like, <laughs> uh, no, we don't buy that. Also don't she care. in her declaration, which was attached, that's from her motion to dismiss. And that's the declaration. She actually says, and yeah, I mean, I know they read everything out to me on the paper. And even one part when I asked them to repeat it, they repeated it. But still, I didn't know what I was signing. It was like, <laughs> wait a minute. She thought she was like signing up for like a hammock or slimmer catalog. I don't know. <laughs> She's like, this isn't Sky Mall. Yeah. Uh, she says, I was at this point very confused and emotionally off balance from the strange series of events. Okay, let me sneak it. And <laughs> I thought I might have been the victim of a false identification. Jen, they had mm. your... 
they said your name 10 times when they arrested you. <laughs> yeah. And then the, one of the cops is like, no, actually, she did say her eyes were dry. So we paused everything and we gave her um, the contact saline solution. solution. And then we waited for her to feel better. It's like they knew. <laughs> it's like they saw her coming yeah. from Very nice. Utah, very nice Utah police officers. And she, yeah. <laughs> she says it in her declaration. She's like, and then they unhandcuffed me from the chair and let me get in my purse and put my con. I'm like, so you're admitting that they totally yeah. told you what was going on. <laughs> She's like, I thought they right. were my friends. And I was like, since when would that ever <laughs> be? They, the they cuffed you. She's like, granted, I was put in handcuffs. I was like, right. so you're not friends. <laughs> They're yeah. like, would you like to, would you like some of this saline solution? All right. That's from Shatterack. <laughs> <laughs> this was like the one of the most epic openings of a season two. It was just yeah. packed with so much juicy stuff. Could you imagine what it must have been like to be Heather Gay? In that moment oh, where it's so like, juicy. like Jen just goes away and like, oh, that's so strange. And then all of a sudden, like feds <laughs> show up, like we're looking for Jen Shaw. Like I could not <laughs> be like, what the fuck is going on? Like, yes. what are we supposed to do right now? And especially because she what I think she forgot or maybe wasn't really. This is what happens with Erica Girardi or any any number of these women that get into, especially Erica, though. Legal troubles like your life is filmed. So yeah. mm-hmm. the version that you try to tell later if it totally contradicts, we have actual video footage of you doing that. So right. mm-hmm. yeah, it's always like they think they're smarter than the cameras. Yeah. Or to even go on TV when you're when you're doing all that kind of shit. I mean, it's like First, Teresa yeah. Giudice paying for all that furniture with cash. Yes. And just like basically like <laughs> cashing everything I'm helping around. everyone. It's cash. I'm helping the economy. <laughs> well, I guess, but it's also untraceable. So yeah. Yeah. So Jen got arrested on camera, but the problem is she told the, uh, basically she made a declaration to the court that she received an anonymous call from a stranger who told her that coach Shaw told her to come home Mm. and that then she received a call from an NYPD detective. And that detective told her that she, uh, basically needed to pull over and wait for him. And then when he showed up, he arrested her. And she claims that she didn't think that she was really being arrested because she had previously filed a protective order against an individual that she has redacted their name, but she calls them individual one. So that's, that's kind of how she portrayed it. So she filed a protective order, meaning that like years before to protect herself from someone. Yes. To protect herself from an unnamed individual who repeatedly who beat her up is what she alleged at least three times. So now I would like to use this as a segue to some of the research that I did, which was that I noticed in uh, there was actually a a surprisingly comprehensive article in Us Weekly, which we Mm -hmm. have already referenced. And, um, you know, it mentioned some of the people who are the the other like nine or 10 people who are kind of like Mm co-conspirators. And I was like, gosh, these names don't sound like the sort of names I would necessarily hear in Utah. So mm-hmm. I decided to Google some of them. Ooh. And uh, I basically, uh, what came up was an article. It's actually several articles. They were all out of New Jersey. And so the people who are, tra- who've been charged, uh, we have Joseph Chiaccio, mm-hmm. Joseph Di Paola, um, Derek Larkin, Maddie Cirillo, um, mm-hmm. Joseph Minetto, uh, Anthony Chidi. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. It's like the bachelorette starring Teresa <laughs> Judai. <laughs> I mean, so I like, listen, all, all I tried to do some research on this. I couldn't get very far, but basically many Italian Americans from New Jersey have been <laughs> implicated 
in mm-hmm. this with Jen Shaw. And now she, and she has a protective order against someone who may have beat her up. Do we think that if we looked hard enough that we might find some mob ties to all this? Mm. Well, that's what she says, that the person that beat her up was in New York and was related to this whole scam. And of course, the name is redacted, but the one of the name floors, like basically the lead trading floors where they would trade these leads among these scam companies was located in Manhattan. So this lawsuit against her, uh, the char- the criminal charges against her stem from the Southern District of New York. So she was right. doing, you know, talking to a judge in New York remotely from Utah. So I think you're right that there is a, at least a New York, New Jersey connection and I mean, what's the biggest organized criminal enterprises up there is usually something that's tied to the mafia. So I don't think that that's outlandish to think that there could be some tie because, you know, if back in the day you traded because of prohibition, you traded in alcohol. Well, now what's more valuable? People's information. So you want to you would just update your scam to trade in and what's more valuable. So, yeah. So her at the end of the day, the, the complaint basically says she and Stewart have been participating in this scheme from 2012 through 2021, which if we look at the timeline, Thrive was sold in 2011 or 2013. So they would have had started this way back when they worked together at these companies that have already been busted by the FTC in the past. Yeah. And it said that we, we couldn't really find exactly how she got busted, but from the affidavit from Homeland Security, it looks like there were six cooperating witnesses. So somebody flipped on her and ratted well, her out. I'm sure it's one of these because Ben mentioning all those names, I just Googled one, Maddie Cirillo. Was it Cirillo? Mm-hmm. And um, it came up with the case against all of these people. Chidi, Allen, Hannah Brewster, Handren, Chaochio, Chaochio, wow. Minetto, DePaula, Larkin. I love that it's like Kim DePaula, you know. Oh my God. Like we we actually know some of these names, you know. We should actually call Kim. Um, and um, <laughs> some of these, uh, I'm just reading this whole charge. So this is pretty interesting. Where did I see Utah here? So I'm so sorry. Let me just, uh, Utah, one of two matches. Okay, here we go. So as a general matter, Leads were initially generated by sales floors operating in, among other places, Arizona, Nevada, and Utah, including those sales floors operated by all the people. Um, They operated in coordination with several telemarketing sales floors in New York and New Jersey area, including in Manhattan, and provided lead lists and fulfillment services to other co-conspirators. So when they say floors, I mean, I'm picturing like the boiler room yeah like people just Mm -hmm. you know in their little cubicles going crazy Mm -hmm. trying to get the top sales and doing i mean this is huge so for her to be saying she's the mastermind and the top of all of this she's really going to be screwed yeah well it's not just her saying that The, the government filed something with the court that called her a tier one mastermind suspect that she was right up there with the other people that have already been sentenced to eight to ten years in jail so, Thanks. and then the fact that she's on Access Hollywood going, I'm the mastermind. You're like, shut <laughs> it. I'm shut the it. wizard of all. Of course, the question is how long before she just throws stew chains under the bus, oh, right? Because yeah. we know that's what's gonna He's really going to really happen. Down. Yeah. <laughs> if, it's, if it's like Poor her versus chains. him, I bet you she would, she would, ra- you know, turn, flip on him. For sure. Um, yes. mm-hmm. Is there an article um, that one yeah. of them is going to be flipping on the other? I forgot who it was. If Stu's flipping on her, if she, I think Stu's flipping on her, right? I think in this case, whoever goes first is going to be the winner because they're good. But they have 
text messages, emails. They said the government had like 270 or 227 gigs of data and over 1.3 million documents that they turned over to her lawyers that her lawyers are now stressed out. So they're like, we can't go through all these. 1.3 million documents. Our contacts are dry. How are we supposed to go through all of this? I can't read it. Do y'all think Coach knew? Yeah, well, I do now. I mean, after reading all of this, because these lawsuits are nothing new. This is not you know, mm. and all these partners and yeah. everything else. Also something else about coach Shaw is he, um, he was in that video. You remember that video that was leaked last year of Jen screaming at that designer who made her the dress. And he, it was like her being really abusive. She's like, this is me at the mother effing reunion. How could you do this? And F you and like throwing things around. And like, have you seen that? Is no, I haven't. And she's just going crazy. I think it's about her reunion dress. And they're secretly filming her on their cell phone. Oh. And she's losing it. Like, leaving the room, screaming, fuck you. And then coming back in and being like, and you think you can do this to me? Do you know who I am? And na, na, na. And then she'll leave again. And then she'll come back and start screaming again. Just cursing them out and treating all of the employees like crap. And you see a couple of the people who are working with her just, like, timid and hiding. Mm-hmm. And and Coach Shaw's there just kind of like, Do-do-do. he's like, come on, yeah. honey. You know, like, calm down or whatever. So it's not like he's shocked at who he's married yeah, to yeah and he's yeah certainly he, not shocked that any of this stuff has gone down maybe not to the extent it has but he does that whole thing um when whenever we see him on the show he's always like the hey honey mm-hmm. how are you Ooh, let's go ballroom dancing there's like this weird sort of like i'm just a nice sweet guy which makes me wonder like oh like is he in on it like you're almost so sweet and nice and supportive Too it sweet. makes me yeah i'm like now i'm suspicious of it well and he was a lawyer before he was a coach so he has was he really yeah Yeah. so he's a jd from university of utah and a master's degree before that and he was a commercial litigator and a plaintiff's attorney like a personal injury lawyer um while he was like simultaneously a sports agent and also working in sports radio so it's like he never wanted Mm. to be home i mean would you if you're married to her but he um clearly understands the the legal processes especially if she's been deposed by the ftc before yeah I think he's the one that called her. Why would she answer "Hey, baby" to a random <laughs> yeah. person calling her? I and assume now it was him. Yeah, I did too. But now she's saying it was someone on his behalf because I think she's trying to protect him. Mm, right? Because the initial between. stories, the initial mm-hmm. story says her husband called her and told her what was going on, and that she, uh, her cousin or somebody, came to pick her up. Who now that we've seen the season, I'm like, oh, is it the cousin that she says she saved? from south um, central yeah right mm-hmm. and so it looks you know now the stuff is kind of coming together but yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens so yeah ultimately ruled. it'll be interesting to see what happens uh when she goes to trial unless somebody yeah. flips on somebody and pleads out before that mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's yeah. a it's a big this is like probably the i feel like it's the biggest housewives crime that we've seen yeah and for some reason like you said it's it's not getting as much airtime whether it, like you said, it's not as juicy of victims. I mean, it's this, I, I worked at Legal Aid. So all my clients that were seniors that got scammed, that was like their only money. So if it's yeah. like, oh, they're out 800 or even $8,000, that's significant to them. So sad. But I mean, it's, and well, she it's was doing it on just, a mass scale. It's mm-hmm. just also that it's, it's not that the victims aren't really worthy of the attention. You know, it's just like the salaciousness of it. Yeah. And also 
Erica's stuff is like Erica didn't commit the crime her husband did right Mm -hmm. but the Erica there's some mystery there because it's like not only did she know but it's did she help him like was he committing these crimes to give her all this money yeah right which it looks like there have been yeah because there have been quotes of people saying like um you know he start he was doing this it got really bad with erica because he couldn't tell her no you know exactly or like the moving the money like is there money that was moved into llc's like is she helping him with this huge stuff so there's all this stuff that there's still kind of a mystery i think that makes the erica stuff more fascinating whereas with jen it's like oh no you're guilty you're guilty. Yeah. and it was yeah, like exactly. immediately came out that she got arrested like right after the first season so like you said with erica you kind of fall in love with her and you're like oh she doesn't she doesn't hold back and she's got this whole other personality versus jen shaw you're like oh, okay well we'll see what season two bro and she's getting arrested immediately mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and, and I, think, I think that ronnie's on to something i think that with erica there's kind of like this idea of like we don't really know how we're supposed to be mad at her like what we're supposed to be mad at her for and i think that confusion is making us more angry like because either she is complicit with tom and she divorced to help him squirrel away in money uh which is shady or uh she didn't know at all but the moment that the money ran out she got the hell out of there mm-hmm. which is also kind of like <laughs> shady. Yeah. so like either like, way like, not i want to be mad at her but i'm not quite sure which lane i should like direct yeah. my anger towards and also well, we, we can't so forget many... that tom is a hero like tom was a living legend hero yes. that yeah. like, he was you know there was a character based on him in you know the julia Ro- aaron brockovich mm-hmm. so yeah you know he was I also it's like a guy. fall from it's like a titan's fall from grace mm-hmm. also whereas mm-hmm. jen is like oh god yeah. she's that lady she's that lady who's calling me trying to get my social security number every time she's been shitty since the beginning yeah with erica it's like the audience was lied to like like the audience was told here is this this amazing strident independent woman who stands for everything and like this she's an example of all these great you know uh working hard and and she's determined and she's like independent and she won't kowtow to like any sort of like bullshit and then we're finding like oh we've been lied to for many years whereas jen shaw we were never lied to it's yeah. like jen shaw was always kind of like no one really confused her as like an aspirational figure ever so right. like this yeah. is just like oh okay yeah she's that's exactly what we expected mm-hmm. yeah she's sketch from day one she maintains her innocence of course as does Stu, but I don't know. I think it's the writings on the wall, clearly. So do you think Heather, she'll get prison time? The problem is it depends on, so her, one of her arguments was that the government's complaint against her was too vague, which it is pretty vague, but they do that because they do that because they want to build, you know, they, the government doesn't arrest you normally unless they have sufficient evidence to build that case. So, so yeah, well, that's a, we'll see what happens in March of 2022 and, and then we'll, we'll go from there. But yeah. we thank you guys yeah. for being thank here with so us. Thank you so much. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank, thank you guys. So thank really you guys. To talk about because I hadn't really I deep dived into or deep dove. Deep dove. Dived. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, hadn't taken a, I hadn't taken a deep dive. A dive of depth. <laughs> about that. <laughs> a dive right, well, of depth. Yes. Yeah, so nice talking with you guys. Thank you. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.